0: eftm
1: tech
2: cars lifestyle this is the eftm podcast with Trevor on eftm thank you for listening thank you for downloading lovely to have your company um always a pleasure to be speaking to you on the eftm podcast um i'm gonna say it's been well over a year since we uh we brought back the show in this form and i am still absolutely loving it um I'm loving connecting with people regularly. It's it's just a great feeling. Um, I don't think I've read this one out. Alencia77, a must-listen every week. A listener from the semi-early days. Trevor's podcast was the second one I ever subscribed to 10 years ago. Great down-to-earth tech podcast, helping the tech-savvy and non-savvy alike. Keep up the good work, my friend. Thank you so much. Uh, that is Andrew. I'm confident of that from the username. Confident. Thank you, Andrew. If I haven't sent you a hat, Andrew, Shoot me an email, I'll get you one. You're a good man. Um, yeah, I've got a great show for you today. Uh, we're going to talk car sales, used cars, and a new way to buy them. We talked about it, we we covered this on EFTM recently, but I wanted to dive in. I really want to really understand it before I went. Kind of, is this a real thing or is it just some you know little startup thing? I don't know what it was, so I've got a bit more faith in in what it is now. So we're going to talk cars twenty four. But the other thing I've got. I'm going to fanboy out a bit. It's going to be a bit of fanboy action here, folks. I have to be honest with you. And it involves John Farnham. And no, the great man is not on the show. <laughs> Although, thanks to um, my mate Bravo, I do feel like we're going to be doing a John Farnham podcast. Not weekly, but a special series. Maybe three or four episodes. Digging deep on the career of John Farnham. What are your thoughts? Um, I'm, I'm being very serious. Uh, but today... I'm going to talk to a YouTuber, and I don't think he'd mind me calling him that. And he's a guy that brings a smile to my face regularly, and it's because he's so passionate about music and the way he discovers it. So I'm a big fan, and I, I, I'm going to get him on the show. And in, uh, his YouTube channel, if you want to check it out, is That Singer Reactions. Uh, so he's, um, he's discovered John Farnham, and I want to fanboy out with the man. Um, because it's just awesome. (laughs) It's great. It's good, great content, and uh, hopefully you'll get something from it as well. So uh, we've got all that, plus a bunch of calls to get through on the EFTM podcast. Thank you very much for subscribing. Um, And most importantly, um, I do hope you're uh, regularly visiting the website, eftm.com. If you've got an Apple iPhone, please download the EFTM app and turn on. If you haven't done this already and you've got the app, go into the app, go into notifications and turn them on. Um, so that you actually get a little beep, little message. every Literally the second I publish, you get the message. So you know faster than anyone when we publish content. Now, it has been a busy couple of weeks, and I apologize again last night, midnight, 3 a.m., 3.25 a.m., and I think 5.30 a.m., we publish stories. That's just the way the tech world works. I'm sorry. But it's not regularly that we wake you up, but um, you should have Do Not Disturb on anyway. That is how you should be enjoying your phone um follow me on tiktok for more tips Uh, (laughs) um let's get cracking with the show all right the ftm podcast trev along with you taking your calls uh g'day kelly hello how are you
0: i am fantastic now
2: oh wow you weren't before we've spoken before about wi-fi
0: we have indeed. We I, we live in a – we're in Tasmania in an old 1958 cinder block house and the oh, internet only yes. reached half the house.
2: Because I remember the cinder blocks were a, a bane of contention. They were a, a, a cause of m- much Netflix concern.
0: Mum was the only one that didn't get Netflix.
2: And uh, that's not good. Mum must no. get her Netflix. <laughs> um, she, she
0: must get her Netflix. Mum, so. m- mum
2: must get her Netflix and her peace and quiet.
0: Or she'll go crazy, yes. It happens with three children.
2: <laughs> so what did you end up doing?
0: Well, on your advice, we headed off and we went into Harvey Norman and I had done my research, listened to you. We found the Orbee and we ended up deciding to go for the three-pack. Okay, yep. More, A little bit more expensive. Um, I think we went the next – Level down from what you actually suggested, but it worked. What what, what, roughly? What did you
2: What did you spend roughly for a three pack? Um,
0: I think it was about thirteen
2: hundred dollars. Okay, so but you went. That's not. That's not down the bottom. That's uh. That's mid range for a three pack. Yeah. So you you did the right thing there, and so you brought it home. How hard was the setup?
0: Um, it it wasn't actually that difficult. Mm -hmm. It was more working out. Once we had it all set up and going, we then had our network and we had the Orbi. So what we had to do was actually rename the Orbi as our original Telstra network. Mm -hmm. Once we did that, suddenly everything slotted into place. I didn't have to redo any of the devices because it was renamed the previous network that we
2: had. Did you also turn off the Wi-Fi on the Telstra modem? Yes. Okay. Phew. I'm just thinking the, the conflict there would have been disastrous. But you've done exactly like, – we didn't talk about that, but you've done exactly no. what I do. Because, you know, I change Wi-Fi networks regularly at our house. But I don't well, – Oh, we tell, don't. <laughs> I, I don't tell the family, right, because I'm just reviewing them. And I don't have to tell the family uh, the new name, the new password. Um, and also, we have it's normally, painful. We have normally about 67 devices connected. So, no, we don't. (laughs) Can you imagine me going around and changing every light bulb's connection? So that's a hard no from me. So yeah, you just give the give the new give the Orbi the exact same name as your old network uh, and password, and it will ninety nine percent of devices will just hook back in.
0: Oh, it was fantastic. The only thing we had to sort of redo was uh, Netflix, Disney Plus, log ourselves back in. Right, okay. and that was it. it. It was really, really simple. And I, I got a Chromecast as well for the back bedroom, yep. so it's all sitting there. I've got my remote, and <laughs> it is fantastic.
2: How was it easy to work out where to put the the two satellites? Was that obvious? Did it did it? Yeah, work for it was.
0: Going? We, we, I did research online and uh, had a look at it, and then we sort of worked out the areas that were lacking were the, the new family room and the, obviously my bedroom, our mm-hmm. bedroom, mm-hmm. Um, and we positioned one in the bedroom, one in the family room, um, sort of working out exactly what were the most important areas, yep. and it worked. We've even got Wi-Fi in the backyard. <laughs> that's fantastic.
2: Have you done a speed test? Do you know that you're getting kind of a reasonable speed compared to what you paid for? I haven't,
0: but when my Wi-Fi is faster than the data on my phone, I figure that's a pretty good indication that you know, we're doing pretty well. It's a good point, well.
2: Kelly, actually, because I say have you done a speed, speed test, but for decades on the internet, we didn't do speed tests. We just It just worked or it was a ticking you know, a waiting clock or, it, yeah. you know, it just worked or it didn't, essentially. It worked or it buffered or it didn't. And we, we now kind of... I so hooked to this, oh, I'm paying for ninety seven and I'm only getting thirty seven. That's bad. But if you're paying for ninety seven and you're getting seventy eight, I mean, are you ever gonna notice? I mean, does it matter? As
0: long as it doesn't in you know, I mean, I, I'm a writer, so I self publish yep. on Amazon. I need my internet. Yep,
2: yep.
0: Um, so having the internet crash or being really slow when I'm trying to upload my books to Amazon is it, it's a nightmare. And we just don't have that. And it's in fact the Wi Fi is better than the data on my phone. Wow. Like yeah, and, and the kids were downloading movies onto their iPads, and I said, "Oh, you know, just pick one because it takes forever." They picked five, and it was done within—I oh, don't know, not even ten minutes.
2: <laughs> well, that's it awesome.
0: was ridiculous. So, well,
2: and you've obviously stressed it. You've got all the kids working doing stuff at the same time. You know that it's going to stand yeah. up to whatever the, the the family throws at it for now.
0: It's so fast, like it it's just amazing and the fact that i can lay in bed and watch netflix and binge is you know that makes (laughs) me happy
2: (laughs) hey the amazon thing um uh, fascinates me so you self-publish
0: i do i'm under the name kelly ethan and i write cozy paranormal murder mysteries
2: (laughs) how do you spell Um, the last name
0: ethan e-t-h-a-n
2: kelly ethan okay paranormal mysteries right
0: Yes, I think Agatha Christie with Werewolves and Vampires.
2: Wow. Where did the inspiration, where, where did the fascination for werewolves and vampires come from?
0: <laughs> um, I'm a library assistant by trade. Yeah. Um, books uh, have always been a huge cornerstone of my life. And then I discovered ebooks. Um, and ebooks just took over. And I'd, I've been writing for about 20 years, but I started out in romance. But it's so much easier to kill people
2: than to <laughs> have them fall in love.
0: So. It's all about the murder.
2: I was worried what you're going to say. Then, so much easier to kill them. So than was I. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so, how often do you publish?
0: Um, I am publishing basically every eight to ten weeks, wow. and there, uh, yeah, it, it's hard going. Is it satisfying
2: um, though? Because you see raw, like you see, you know, twenty people did bought this, downloaded this. You know, is it satisfying because it's so real? The analytics, I assume.
0: It is. It is. I'm very lucky I've got an ad lady who, who does all my data and she will analyze and then give it to me in non-ad terms so I can mm-hmm. understand it. Um, it is really satisfying. I mean, I languished for quite a long while in traditional publishing and, you know, wasn't making sales. Yeah. And then to change the genre, I, I write shorter word counts. So I'm sitting around the forty to 50,000 word count and I'm basically managing to do that sort of every, yeah, 8 to 12 weeks, managing to put a book out. And I'm loving it, and people are enjoying it. And sassy, snarky witches, and you know, that's my detective. And people get killed a lot. <laughs>
2: Unbelievable! Oh, well, I love that. That's a great. That's a great story of you know the kind of modern world, isn't it? Because I know publishing can be a, a, a brilliant thing if it if it works. But you know, yeah. the, the DIY, the satisfaction. Because for a lot of people, I assume. It's just getting the works out that matters, just as much as actually being a bestseller. You know what I mean? Like it's it's being out there, having your your works read by people is is the most exactly. the number one desire.
0: And I'm worldwide, so I mean I'm selling books in the UK, in Canada, Mexico, India, the US, and it it's, it really is satisfying. And there's more of a relationship when you self-publish with your your fans. As opposed to traditional. And, I mean, traditional you might only put a book out once every year or every two or three oh, yeah. years. Whereas now I've got regular books coming out. Um, I have people reading, reviewing them, enjoying them. Um, and, you know, it does. I mean, I design my own covers as well. So Wow, do you again, do that internet, artwork? I do. I'm on Photoshop.
2: <laughs> Pretty good. I'm looking at The Wicked Witch and the Christmas Chaos, The Dastardly Dragon, oh, Killer and the Poison Breath. It's a cool. It's a really cool thing, Amazon, that you can just look at that. It's just yeah, you can just. It is. Create. It's just
0: there, exactly. Wow. Like it, it, You can reach out and touch it with Amazon, and the there is nothing to say. I love picking up books and yes, holding of them. Course, yeah. But e-books are, I mean, particularly with me, like I, I have a chronic rheumatoid arthritis. So holding books can sometimes be really difficult, but holding a little mini iPad isn't that hard. So being able to reach people with disabilities, that's a big thing as well. But yeah. I just love seeing my name and my books coming out regular. It's just, it, it, it's fantastic, really.
2: That's very cool. I've just never really seen it. I have to declare a, a lack of interest here. I've never read a book in my life, so you know, I, I, don't, <laughs> yeah, I know. But I, I'm fascinated by the the internet side of where you've come to. You know what I mean? Like it's for me. That's so cool that you can. Just do. You can just sit and do, and it must be super rewarding for you. So there you go. That's really cool. Kelly Ethan. Yeah, it is. On Amazon. Thank you. You've got to Google it. You know, you come, when, when your name comes up in Google search and it just goes, when I type Kelly Ethan, it just go Kelly Ethan Books, Kelly Ethan Amazon. <laughs> that's what you want, right? That's how it should be. It is. Be. That's
0: exactly what I what's, want. It's what's all goolsby. streamlined.
2: What's Goolsby? Goolsby? It says Kelly Ethan Goolsby. I'm wondering if that's you. No.
0: No, no, it, it definitely isn't. Okay,
2: it's Someone else, something else. You've got the first two, two Google responses, though, for and uh, Kelly. that's Even. what I
0: want. As long <laughs> as I'm on the top, that's all I need.
2: Well, congratulations on, on what you're doing with the books, but more importantly, well done getting the Wi-Fi sorted. I hope the Woo! kids are proud of you.
0: Thanks. To, well, they, they really don't care. It doesn't affect them, but it affects me in the bedroom. Well, Kelly, <laughs> so thank you, Trevor.
2: Kelly, make sure you've got the app on your phone, and if those yes. kids don't start appreciating what you're doing, just parental
0: controls.
2: You know what? It's even better than that. You can just go in and you can turn off individual devices.
0: Oh, well, see, I didn't even know that. How old are your kids? 18 and twin 10-year-olds.
2: So I did this to my 14-year-old. He, was, he wasn't he was being a smartass. It wasn't a bad day, but I just wanted to exert some power. And so I logged into the Vodafone <laughs> app and I turned off his data. And I logged into Orby and I turned off his phone from accessing the Wi-Fi. So he was stuck. And he looked at me and said, the internet's in. And I said, no, it's not, mate. He goes, yeah, it's not working. I said, no, I've turned your device off. Because I wanted to make it clear to him that I held the power in this household while ever, he was under my roof. It was me that controlled the internet. And it's a, oh, it's a, very, it's a very nice thing to be able to just go, you know what, kids? No. Nah. Today, tick, 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 and you turn them off. And, uh, you know, the TV might work, but their phones might not. It's
0: just stuff like that. Ooh, another added advantage of the Orbi.
2: All right. Good luck. Thanks for getting in touch.
0: Excellent. Thank you so much.
2: Any Anytime. And uh, it is really nice to hear back from, from someone. Um, I know I speak to a lot of people every week and I can't expect everyone to to want to tell me their story. But yeah, it's awesome. Awesome to know that it worked. And uh, there you go. If you're into mysteries and mayhem, small town magic, mystery and mayhem, kellyethan.com, it looks like, uh, is her own website. And uh, yeah, you can find her books on, uh, on Amazon. Very cool. That's just such a cool thing, isn't it? That you could just write, press a button, publish and it's out there to the world. Respect. EFTM. This is the EFTM Podcast. EFTM Podcast. Well, see, COVID's changed a lot about the way we do business, the way we do retail, the way we buy and sell things. Um, Think about how much online shopping you're doing now. But I've started seeing a lot of ads for a service called Cars24, which uh, I think we originally wrote about a few months ago. But it kind of fascinates me, this idea that, you know, someone is turning the car industry on its head. And we're talking about used cars here. You know, you there's plenty of websites you can go to to search for used cars. Um, but the process of buying them really hasn't changed in forever. Um, I don't know about you, but I'm not an expert. So I've, I've got a mate, I've got Flipsy, who would, who would come with me. The last time I looked at a used car, Flipsy and I went and looked at three. We drove them around and then we decided to buy a brand new one because we didn't trust anyone. So, you know, the process is difficult and I think it's daunting. So what the heck is Cars 24. Um, so let's find out from the chief customer officer at Cars Twenty Four, Erin Williamson, and she joins me on the line now. Good day, Erin.
3: Hello, Trevor. You've done such a, a fantastic job of intro. I'm I'm wondered if I'm even needed
2: here. Oh, you'll be needed. Don't worry, because that's all I know.
3: <laughs> well, I can tell you a lot more. <laughs> I've seen the a ads though. You,
2: you must be spending a bit on marketing because I've seen a lot of ads. I don't know whether they're on you know traditional TV or because I watch you know online streams and things. You're buying the uh, the online stuff, but you know the target is clearly people who are online savvy, but looking for a car. Um, You know, talk us through the experience.
3: A hundred percent. So firstly, thanks. I'm glad you've seen our ads because that's my job too. So (laughs) that's that's a good start. So I think you said it really well in the intro. Essentially, the traditional model has not been looked at since forever. And it's full of pain. It's full of irritation. There's endless inspections. You know, you find yourself in someone's driveway at eight o'clock at night after work, trying to look under the bonnet of a car, and you've really got no idea what you're buying. So Cars24 is 100% online car buying. We have basically looked at the model and tried to take out the pain at every step so that buying a car is just as simple as buying any other major purchase online, such as an appliance or, you know, at the other end of the scale, ordering a pizza for dinner. Yeah.
2: But how does it work? How, how, what I guess my concern is, is wh- wh- where do the cars come from? Like, if you go to a online, you know, uh, trading trading place, uh, plenty of websites you could, you could name that, you know, have cars listed. My biggest fear or my biggest hatred of them really is it's a mix of real people and dealers and it's all together and I don't know which ones, um, you know, are legit everyday folks that might be my neighbours and which ones are the dealer up the road. So what are your cars? Can I list my car there? Or are, these, are you a dealer in that sense of used cars?
3: Yeah, I suppose you would say that we're a dealer in that sense. So it's important to differentiate that we are not a marketplace. Okay. Um, so, you know, the big hitter in the room is car sales, obviously, where you'll find people listing their own cars and dealers listing their cars. We're different because we own every single car that we sell. All right. So we've got an expert sourcing team that um, scour the internet for auctions and, you know, we've got partners and whatnot. Um, and so we only buy quality cars. Um, these guys have been in the game forever. They yep. know their stuff. So you'll find that our cars are generally within about five to seven years of age. Okay. And we try and buy them with low kilometres as well.
2: So they're actually out there looking for cars, whether, wherever they come from. And trying to find those gems that obviously you can make a profit on, but you you can put up as a reputable vehicle. Because the other thing I got from the ads was all this talk of 300-point checks and warranty and stuff like that. So you're obviously standing behind the vehicle as well, which is something you don't get from a used car in someone else's driveway.
3: No, and I think that's one of the most important things. So we've done so much customer research and particularly because it is online, you need to have that assurance in order to feel comfortable with, you know, parting with a large sum of money over the internet. Um, So the quality of our cars is basically our highest priority. Once we buy them, they're rigorously inspected. So we've got a mix of both in-house workshop we've got an in-house workshop team and we also work with partners and all of these cars go through that 300 point inspection. Now think about that. One of you, I think the roadworthy in Victoria is about 150 points. Mm-hmm. So we make sure that we go over it with a fine tooth comb um, and it's also going to be refurbished beautifully. Right. So I've seen some of these cars um, actually delivered a couple the other day. They are <laughs> mint condition they right. smell beautiful they they are buffed to a high finish you know it really does feel like as new to new cars that you can get yeah, i yeah, suppose yeah. in the in the used car game
2: now you just said you delivered a few so oh, how, how does it happen like if i i'm looking at right now at a 2015 mazda 2 neo which would be a five-year upgrade on my old 2010 model it's $15,800, i am assuming there's no negotiation, I'm just clicking and going, yep, I, I could obviously look at other websites and go, well, there's different prices around, but I'm buying here the fit, finish, the protection, the, you know, the support that you're putting behind the car, and you're bringing it to me, but I can't test drive, like, talk me about that last mile, that last moment of decision for, for consumers.
3: Absolutely. So, I mean, let's think about test drives that you've had in the past, Trevor. So you probably either showed up at somebody's house or went to see a dealer and were given, you know, handed over your license and took it around the block maybe for a 15-minute drive.
2: Yep, the 10-minute test drives.
3: 10-minute test drive. There you go. Now, you're anxiously listening for noises. You don't know (laughs) what to listen for. Um, you know, you're focusing on how it handles, but again, you don't know. You're not on
2: the panels, not knowing what it's meant to sound like, but you've seen people do it on TV.
3: (laughs) You might kick a tyre or two. Um, So what our test drive is designed to do, it's basically um, two things. Firstly, be absolutely 100% certain that this is the car for you. So we give it to you for a week and you drive it, you take the kids to school or, uh, you know, you might go to your country house, you know, rain, sunshine have i paid you've,
2: money at this point
3: you have so it's a hundred percent money back guarantee so once you've chosen the car that you love you pay for it online and you can either do that we've got a couple of different payment methods so say, how, do you,
2: how do you spend 15 20 30 grand online it's actually bloody hard to, it's hard you know what it's hard to do in person you got to go to bank it checks is. and all this kind of stuff it's actually hard to spend that much money
3: well, it, <laughs> it is. And so, some of our, I think some of our early customers gave us that feedback. So, <laughs> you know, we offer a couple of things like split payments. Okay. Um, so, split payments to get around things like card limits and such like mm-hmm. that. Um, we've also got fully integrated finance with um, our partner, Driver, who are a leader in the, you know, the loan tech space. Yep. Meaning that you know within five minutes you can have your finance all sorted as this is well. Why you've
2: got on online. You don't just quote the the sale price. You quote finance price, which again is a big part of the motoring industry. No beating around the bush. It's you know, it's how dealers uh, make money. They don't just make money off the margin on a car. They make money by financing cars. And so I think it's important that you. I I'm, I'm not unhappy to see that because I, I worry about the business model of any new startup online. Um, and so you've got the option to finance the car. You've got the option to split the payment. I've paid up front. I've chosen this Mazda 2. You bring it to me and I've then got it for seven days. If I don't like it after four, five or six, I just ring you up and say, no, nah, it's over. Come and get it. It's
3: Yep, precisely. And it's no questions asked. So we're not going to say, Trevor, what? what's going on here? I mean, obviously you, might ask, we, you might ask why, we, but we yeah. want to know why, yeah, you, yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. Um, but, you know, but you know, um,
2: what you're saying is no questions asked means if I go, it's just not for me, it, it could uh-huh, be perfect, yes. but it's just not for me is a reasonable reason to ask for the car to be taken back and to have your money returned.
3: Exactly. And it's done, promptly. So um, once the car's delivered, you know, our, our Carcierge, we call them. So that's our our special delivery team. I came up with that name. I'm pretty proud nice of it. Work, yes. Yep. So our Carcierges take you through the car, take you through all the details, you know, might plug your phone in so that it's all hooked up to the Bluetooth and whatnot. And then they'll check in with you a couple of days later just to see how are you going, have you had any problems. Yep. And then towards the end of that seven day period, we're like great is it is it true love would you like to keep this car um, and if the answer is no we say no problems we arrange to collect it um, and process a refund so it's um it's probably just I'd say it's up there with you know the best consumer experience for for online shopping, which yeah. is kind of what we're trying to achieve. Well, it's
2: better than Amazon because with Amazon, you got to find the little printout, you got to print it out, you got to go, you got to find a box for it again, you got to go to the local post office, you got to. You've got to you, go you, to the you've post office. you got to do stuff, oh, right?
3: Yes, a hundred percent. So this is um, this is simply, you know, throughout this whole process, apart from driving the car and getting to know it, there's no reason to leave home. And I think, you know, obviously that was a huge. Um, We've all experienced that during lockdown, Um, but it it goes so much further than lockdown. People these days just don't have days and days to spend in this process, and they leave feeling sort of uncomfortable, and did I buy a lemon, and did I pay the right price? We've just tried to be absolutely transparent and give that complete assurance
2: and you've got, I mean, in terms of transparency, I do find on, on the page, I'm still looking at this master too, by the way, just to keep our focus, uh, you know, what's a great price? And you've got a little chart from the Kelly Blue Book, which, you know, indicates the typical dealer price, the advertised price, so you can get a sense of where it sits. And again, you can look around, but if I was to find this car on a uh, marketplace at 14, I've got to make the call about the number of Ks I'm getting compared to what you're delivering, the quality... Is it going to work? Um, And frankly, what if if it's a lemon? Three or four days later, let alone a month later, because you've also got, I believe, a form of warranty. So where does that, what does that cover that? I think it's six months.
3: It does, yeah. So firstly, let me talk about the pricing for a second, and then I'll I'll take you through to warranty. So look, it is true that the the used car market is up at the moment. So you'll see that a lot of new car Um, what we call the OEMs, I think it stands for Original Equipment Manufacturer, so your Toyotas and your Mazdas and whatnot, Um, they're having extreme supply chain issues relating to COVID. Yep. Um, And so that means that used cars are hotter than ever, and that has raised the price. So some of the prices that um, you might experience through this process are probably higher than what you have in the past. That's why the transparency is so important. So, Kelly Blue Book is an um, independent third party, much like your Red Book, yep. um, that basically looks at a huge amalgamation of data to tell you what the price of this car should be, and our promise is that 90% of our stock will be below the typical dealer asking price.
2: And that's all you ask. So then, then the warranty covers what sort of things?
3: Well, the warranty is actually a ripper. Um, So, because a lot of our cars are kind of new-ish, then a lot of them still have their manufacturer warranty, and that's transferred to you if there's still um, time left on it. Um, If not, we supply a six-month fully comprehensive warranty, and this has been designed to be as close to manufacturer's warranty as possible. Um, And I think it goes back to our model as well. We take that very, very seriously. If you need a claim, then we will be with you every step of the way. We will, you know, come to us. We will tell you where to go. We will sort of manage that process. Um, we just really want people to have a great experience with us. And I think, you know, the Google reviews <laughs> are showing that we are having an impact. So, you know, um, the, the majority of customers come through with a five-star experience.
2: And look, let me tell you, and, and this is – not something I did off offline before we talked I've been doing this while we're talking I'm scanning I'm looking I'm looking at the the 2015 Mazda 2 neo um, and I can find it cheaper online but I can tell you right now it's got four times the number of Ks that yours does um, it's parked on the side of a road so I know it's kind of a private sale so I uh, you know if there's a premium being paid it's for the service you're providing and the you know assurance essentially and the and the the checks that you're doing but I gotta say, I think your prices are very close to spot on what I would expect to pay um, from well, a, that's, uh, a mid-range between dealer and private, if you want to call
3: it that. So yeah, 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 and look, let's be honest: our cars will not be the cheapest out there. There's always going to be a private seller, of course, um, that is able to, you know, forgo all of the the overheads that come with running a business. But I think the important thing you mentioned there, Trevor, is that comparing like for like is actually really hard to do. You know, you've got to find the same year, the same variant, the same amount of kilometres, the same, like, imperfections or damage. So it's it's basically it's a process that not a lot of people, um, we feel that we should go through it. But if there's an easier way and we're able to build that trust, with our customers to just yep. say, look, we've done all that. Here's the bottom line. Yeah. You know, perhaps definitely compare. Um, I think everybody should. Yeah, but, yeah, we're, we're pretty confident that um, we've managed to wrap it all up just in finally, a great package. Good value.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Just finally, where are the cars and how long do they take to get to me? Because obviously sure. this is not a Sydney or a Melbourne product. Well, how, how does it work nationally?
3: Well, I suppose much like online shopping, you wouldn't, you know, if you're in Melbourne, Trevor, you wouldn't expect your shoes to have to come from the next suburb, and it's it's very much the same with Cars24. So um, basically our stock is held in either Brisbane, Melbourne or Sydney, but we take care of that for you. So if you're in a metro area, it's delivered for free no matter where the car is in Australia. Right. Um, we are also just on the cusp of launching into Adelaide, and, again, that will be free metro delivery within 100Ks of the CBD, and um, regional as well. Yeah. So regional Queensland is our first footprint. Now, yeah. the model differs there just a little. So well, you can either yeah, I mean, have, the price at Mount
2: Isa has got to be different than the price at Toowoomba, but I think that's logical,
3: Just right? a bit. Well, it is logical, but you also might be surprised. So the first thing that we do is <laughs> – <laughs> I know. I won't be surprised, be surprised <laughs> I won't be
2: surprised as to what people say they expect from an online retailer, especially one selling cars. But, you know, that's – that's the minutia of, of the problem, especially when you're getting the glowing reviews you're getting. So, that's that's for the future, and that's like that's a good place to continue the expansion of the brand. I think what you're doing with the brand right now seems seems spot on. It seems to be creating the right level of interest and the right level of hype around what it is that you're doing. I love the simplicity of it, and um, yeah, I look forward to kind of following the journey and seeing how it play, how it plays out over the next uh, next few years. Because obviously, this is a this is a, a growth plan for you guys. Uh, in the business, so best of luck with it, and um, shout out to the team. It looks like you're doing a great job.
3: Oh, thanks, Trevor. And you just let me know about that Mazda, too. Yeah, you know, yeah. like
2: uh, I've got, I've got, I've got clearance from the Minister for War and Finance for
3: that. so uh, <laughs> Yeah. Well, just call it a comparison. <laughs> there's there's over 1,200 cars online. So, oh, well you said. Know, there it is. Well done. Yep. Had <laughs> <laughs> <God laughs> to get that in there. 1,200 <laughs> cars online. So yeah, no, Trevor. Thanks for the chat. Um, thanks for your enthusiasm Good and. Idea. Any questions um, for your listeners, then our team are are only too ready to to help. So, good on. Yeah, onwards and and upwards.
2: Thanks for the chat. I appreciate it. Thanks so much, Trevor. Thank you for listening. Trevor, along with you, taking your calls on any tech questions you've got. Lee's on the mic. G'day, Lee. Hey, Trevor, how are you,
4: mate?
2: Yeah, real good. Speakerphone is is looping back at me, but that's all right. What can I do for you?
4: I um yeah I've just had um a problem on my external hard drive. I use you know, I use it as my uh, backup for my Mac, and it's fill up it's filled up now, but it um won't delete the oldest backups anymore.
2: Well, hang and on. So, so what, what are you using as backup software?
4: Backup software. Yeah. Uh just a straight backup from the Mac. Um. So Time called, Machine. Final? Time Machine. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Time machine's meant to delete older stuff automatically.
4: Yeah, yeah, exactly.
2: So have you got and other uh, things that you use the hard drive for?
4: Uh, no, nah, it's just straight for backups now. So it used to, and then like maybe start of September, it's just stopped, uh, it's just filled right up now and stopped deleting the oldest backups.
2: Wow. Um, that's. I mean, that's a tough one because the idea is that it, it fills like a memory card on a, a dash cam. It just goes over the older stuff, um, yeah. you know, and you can go back as far as you, as far as you physically can with that drive. Now, the yeah. reasons that would stop working are that you something else is on the drive and, like, you allocate a certain amount of storage to Time Machine, but actually you use more than the the other portion for other stuff. And so mm-hmm. Time Machine kind of hits a, a roadblock. Now, it could be that maybe when you set it up, you told it a certain amount and it didn't, it, you since essentially reduced that amount by putting something else on the drive, which seems strange because you're not using it for anything else. The mm-hmm. other, I mean, look, uh, Apple, you know, don't really have much to say about this other than you can go into Time Machine and remove items that you're backing up and, you know, folders and things. But the idea is you're backing the whole bloody thing up. So you've got yes. two options. One is get another drive and start again and then use the old one in a kind of cycle so that, yeah. you know, you've got like six months at a time rolling on them. Or mm-hmm. you take the punt now that you've you've got the Mac as it is now. You don't need anything that was you know backed up before, and you can wipe that drive and start again. But unfortunately, I feel like you need to start again. I, I unless someone listening knows otherwise. Um, if Time Machine is has stopped backing up, it's because it thinks there's more space than there is.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I can't seem to get. I don't. I'm hesitant to delete the oldest ones because I don't know if there's still parts of. Um you know still parts of uh, yeah. so mate so mate go and grab go and grab another
2: drive um so that you've you've got that um you've got the current one and leave it for 6 months get get another yeah. drive mate drives it's not a to be honest it's not a bad idea to have two in rotation anyway um yeah, yeah, yeah. if you if you get a new one and use it for f- a few months and then go right i think we're good with the old one we can wipe it now you can actually unplug them every week have one in one week one in the next week and so they're constantly Kind of backing each other up, um, in cycles. But um, yeah, unfortunately, mate, I—that's I, the only thing I can think of.
4: No, that's all right. Yeah, I've got another drive. I might just back start make, up. Make sure, there.
2: make sure you wipe it. Okay. Okay. Make make it a clean drive, and when you yep. set up a time machine, set up less than the capacity of the drive, but not enough that you'll use it for anything else.
4: Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds good. All right, buddy. Good luck. No worries. Enjoy the uh, if you listen to your podcast at half speed as well. Do wow. that. That's all fun, you, mate. You're gonna you're
2: gonna love the sound of your own voice, then,
4: eh? Oh yeah, you do. I have yeah, got a family.
2: backup problem. <laughs> 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 good on you, mate. Thanks for getting in touch. Thanks, mate. Good See on you, you mate. Uh, if you've got a question, uh, no matter what it is, oh, I can't answer every question. Also, if you've got advice, if you hear someone you're yelling at the right car radio or your headphones saying that's a stupid answer, just email me. I don't know the answer to everything. As I say often on the radio, if I don't know the answer, I'll make it up. And I do that because my theory is, and this is you know, behind the curtain stuff, but my theory is if there's 100,000 people listening, hundred, probably 99,900 people go, oh, good on him for answering that. And 100 people go, that's not even right. Um, I'm running with majority here, okay? Um, I do my best. <laughs> I can't always get it right. You're listening to the EFTM podcast.
3: EFTM. This is
2: the EFTM podcast. EFTM podcast. Quick little random survey. I'm keen to know what you're thinking about in the lead up to Christmas. Bit of Christmas planning going on, you know, content. What are we writing about? What am I making videos about? Um, what today's show segments should I pitch? Like, what are you wondering about? What are you thinking about? What are you curious about? Um, what are the trends? Hit me up, let me know. I'd love to know what's going on. Um, we could either talk about it here or we can you can just feed me the info, whatever you're thinking. I'm always keen for insight into what's happening outside of my bubble, my bubble being my family and the close, you know, tech world. You know, it's all well and good for Apple and Samsung and, you know, Google and all these companies to tell us stuff, but what's happening out there? So let us know what you're in the market for, let us know what, you know, demand is in your family this Christmas. Um, I'd love to try and make sure we answer those questions as best we can on all the different channels we have to cover here at EFTM, including the Today Show and, and the website itself. So, yeah, let me know what's happening for Christmas and the lead up to Christmas in the tech world for you. This is the EFTM Podcast. EFTM. Love taking your calls. If you've got a question, go to the website, EFTM.com. Just click on Ask Trev. G'day, Lloyd. Hey, you going, mate? Real good, buddy. What can I do for you? <laughs> Uh, just inquiring about some headphones, mate. I currently had a Plantronics earpiece, but it's died, and I'm just wanting to get your advice on what's a good sort of medium-quality, uh, headphone to replace it with. You, some now, Something with noise-cancelling technology and, and stuff like that. Is this for listening to music, or is this for your hands-free calls on the on the road? Ah, uh, both. bit so, of both. Probably more for calls than music, but yeah. So I mean that see they're two very different things mate. I I mean I, I still think the Plantronics Voyager I think it's a 4200 that I have got 3 of them because yeah, I, I leave one at home I leave one at I just I, I always want one near me because I do as many of my radio spots I do on the Plantronics because it it does great noise. It's the V5200 Plantronics Voyager 5200. Last I bought yep. one at last time I bought one at Harvey's it was like 200 bucks. Um but it's it's an ugly thing. You don't. I don't ever wear it in the car. I'd never wear it in public on the streets. It's one of those. It looks like a big old school um, hearing aid behind your ear, but it's a good stalk coming halfway down your cheek. Great quality. Yeah, auto. see, I got,
3: the, I got the smaller one, but I can't see the model that's on
2: it. But yeah, um, so you reckon you recommend stick with them for calls? mate? I do. I, I, honestly, calls. look, I give me give me two weeks, and I'm gonna put a few headphones to the test for phone calls um, because yep. because apparently Jabra and Apple have upped their game in that sense. Okay. But I still don't believe they'll be as good as the Plantronics Voyager. 5200 is what I'm looking at now on JB, $179. Plantronics yep. Voyager V5200. In all honesty, I own those because I want to make quality calls, but I've obviously got headphones. I would never wear this thing while I'm mowing the lawns to music. I'd put headphones in. So, yeah, see, I, d- I drive trucks, so like the background noise and all that sort of thing, mate. that's where I found the Plantronics was good because it cuts out all that Spot on. That you're not going to get that as good with any headphone as you will with the Plantronics Voyager 5200. you got the bloody Bluetooth stereo in the truck, which I'm assuming is in good nick for your yep. music. Um, yep. Bob's your uncle, mate. 5200. Look it up. Easy done, mate. No worries. Cheers, That buddy. was all I was after. Thank you very much good for your time. time. Thanks very much for getting in touch. And if you've got a question... uh. You always get in touch. Um, you know, it's a tough one because a lot of people think that, you know, the headphones should do everything and the, the voice calls and stuff, but it's it's a very it's actually a big challenge to pull that off. But yes, I'm, um, I know I've said it a lot of times, but I'm committed to doing that soon. If I don't, hit me, just hammer me about it. I've got to get it done. I've got all the headphones here. I'm thinking I'll do this, the latest Sonys, um, Apple AirPods, AirPods Pro, uh, two JBLs, and two Jabra's. And then maybe we'll use the Plantronics. So there will be a lot. And I'll do it as a video. I'll use the Rodecaster. Yeah, we'll try and find a way to make it work. And I'll use the TV. I'll, put, I'll find, like, street noise on YouTube or something so we can turn up the background noise. See <laughs> so yeah, how we go. EFTM. This is the EFTM Podcast. EFTM Podcast. Well, I do go down my rabbit holes now and then, and um, people who are long-term listeners will know. A few months ago, I, I reached out to a guy who I started following on TikTok, and I just thought he was an Aussie guy who re- repairs mobile phones. Max Hawker, he just does the coolest videos. They're so they're so happy. He's repairing mobile phones, but it makes me happy. And I was on YouTube recently, and because I've got I've got a logged-in YouTube, and it's not my kids who are using it. Um, it's it knows me well. It knows what I want. So I get my Formula One, I get my gadgets, but I also get my Farnham. I love John Farnham. And there's probably only like three people my age that are as big a fans of John Farnham in this country. And I make fun of that all the time because John Farnham is not your average um, person to be a fan of at my age. The average John Farnham age in Australia is probably 70. um, But hopefully everyone appreciates him for what he is. And so I, I was recommended just automatically by YouTube a video which I just want to play a little snippet from it right and this is p- midway through the song and it's it's John Farnham and Jimmy Barnes singing When Something Is Wrong With My Baby and what I want to what I want to tell you about is this YouTube channel is all about reacting reacting to, to singers for the first time we've
1: been through
2: so much Thank you together <laughs>
4: She's better, she's
3: better When something is wrong With my
1: baby She says Yeah. This this dude has been eating yams, he has been eating collard greens, cornbread, pig feet or something. He's been doing what he needs to do when it comes to eating the right soul food to get that kind of voice. Yeah,
2: I... That voice you heard is That Singer Reacts on YouTube. Um, and I've got to tell you, I have been buried in a YouTube wormhole for some time. That singer reactions, uh, Nick is the man behind it. I think he's from Cincinnati, Ohio, and he joins me on the line right now. G'day, Nick. How are you, mate? What's up,
1: brother? How you doing?
2: I I'm I'm in love with your YouTube channel, and I tell you why. Not just because you've discovered John Farnham, a man I've I've watched live in concert and listened to for absolutely decades, but right. because it's just happiness. Yeah when you're watching yeah. a video and you're discovering someone for the first time it is literally it's goggle i don't know if you've got gogglebox in america but it's gogglebox for music you're filming yourself we see your reaction we hear your reaction you pause it you you even try and sing it back a bit yeah. mate yeah take me back where did this start and how
1: so this man this started man i i've been doing youtube especially reactions before it really became a popular thing mm. Like, um, so I started probably six to seven years ago. Um, and I was just, you know, doing just regular people, you know what I'm saying? And, and just building up, you know, the, the views and stuff wasn't really coming, you know, the way it was. But I pride my channel on really not paying that much attention to it. Yep. Because if you get wrapped up into it, that's usually how people kind of fail as YouTube reactors. They don't become authentic. And, you know what I'm saying? And I told people, I was like... When I look at these, I want it to be new. I don't want to look at a clip before it starts. That's why I was so blown. People don't understand that this is exactly how I react off camera. You yeah. see me, like, when we just heard that clip, <laughs> I got chills again. Like, yeah. I, I literally got chills again because that it, it, the music and the voice is me. You know what I mean? Like
2: Because you, you would have learned now. So that was the first one I saw, and I think that was your first exposure to both Jimmy Barnes and John Farnham, if I'm correct. Yep. Yep. Um yep. which is not a regular duo, by the way. That was really them coming together, even though they are, you know, huge uh, in Australia. Right. Jimmy Jimmy Barnes as a as a frontman for Cold Chisel, uh, an unbelievable yes. band. Uh, John Farnham uh, originally as a solo singer, Johnny Farnham uh, singing. You've got to hear Sadie the Cleaning Lady, but it wouldn't make any sense to you because it's kind of like a it's a joke now to us. Um, but you, you <laughs> it's 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 weird to us or to me. Um, but it's fascinating to watch someone who clearly loves music because, and you can clearly sing. Yeah. I'm assuming you, your channel is yeah. called That Singer Reactions because you yeah. sing. Do you sing um, professionally or I, just for fun? I I, I, I've been singing since I was probably nine,
1: nine, ten, ten years old. But I've here's the funny thing. I've never sung professionally. I've never sung at a karaoke bar or anything. But I've developed a voice, you know, sort of gospel. I know um, we had a little private church, you know, so – I used to go there and yep. you know sing and stuff like that, but you know that's how I developed my voice so on Instagram. If you ever uh, can like scroll through my Instagram, you'll see me doing like a duet of the Beatles yep. with uh, one of the guys named Steven or something like that. So yeah,
2: <laughs> I saw you do. Um, I mean, I scroll back some years here in your channel, and it's fascinating, isn't it, to look back at your channel and go mm-hmm. look at how I did it back then? Um, you know, you you did some stuff where you were actually sang like ten songs and you know just clips yeah. from songs and stuff. You've obviously tr- tried a few different things, but at its core, you've stuck to the same thing, which is: here's what I'm watching, here's me reacting, raw.
1: Yeah, literally, man. And and what happened was, and and that's why I'm so grateful for stuff like Patreon and PayPal and Cash App. Let's forget because about because you money can't
2: part. monetize YouTube, right? You, you can monetize YouTube. Well, I say not about- with music. Surely, this that must make it really hard.
1: Yeah, it's, it's, it's very, very hard. Like, I bet I say about 85 to 90% of it is not monetized. Right. You know what I mean? Like, you know, so, you know, when you look at that issue with the pay, and so you don't really worry about that, but you still get revenue, you know, yeah. for the stuff that do get monetized. But what I love about having a Patreon and PayPal and Cash App is given how many subscribers I have now, yeah. it's kind of hard to look through, let's say, 50,000 comments, comments you know yes I mean? yep. yeah so if it wasn't for the australian fan base i would have never known who jimmy barnes or john farm it took one person yeah to send me a request and that was of something that's wrong with my baby yeah told me to react to it and since then i've just been hooked i was like who like i'm like where what planet did these people like who are they like they i've never heard no singers like them before They are the craziest vocalist i've ever heard like is it hard so, to yeah.
2: is it hard to not go down a wormhole yourself because you've 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 looked at a lot of farnham since that that clip um is it a is it a balance because i i see two things and as an observer i love it because you know it's passion and you're still loving every time you discover him i think that's feeding the audience that's discovered you which is good um mm-hmm. but but also, you know, the some of those videos are clearly getting more views than the others. So that must yeah. be a difficult challenge because you're actually getting more views because of the the content you, you're bringing in. Yeah, I,
1: I tell people all the time, especially this far, and that's kind of what separates me from a lot of other reactors, is I tell them, I was like, you can't be afraid to do a video that does not have a lot of views.
2: Yeah, right. You know what I mean?
1: I don't, I don't care if it don't, you know, I've... Uh, I had a request of a, of a young girl named Chelsea, uh, cheese, Chelsea, I believe that was her username. Um, and she had like 24 views, you know, and it was just of her singing and, you know, nobody else. And, and I'm not really trying to jump on other reactors. I don't really no. know what they do, you know what I'm saying? But they won't react to somebody with 24 views. right? And I'm like, Hey, what if I can shine spotlight on this person? You know what I mean? Yeah, She might, you know, an audience, you know, yeah. something with
2: my platform. You're so, not trying to give them their big break, but you're trying to at least give them support because that's what a lot of, a lot yeah. of artists want, right? Isn't it? They just mm-hmm. want someone to go, man, that was really good. Yeah. Um, right. Right. Do you, mm-hmm. do, I haven't yeah. watched enough, but do you, do you, are you always positive? Cause I, everything I've seen has just been positive. It's just been happy. Yeah, yeah I'm,
1: I'm definitely, I, I have, I'm, I'm positive. i say about 90%. Uh, there's no negativity in me, no, no, but yeah. there's, sometimes people make comments. That's just like, what the hell are you talking about? You know what I mean? Like, and it makes you, you know, be like, okay, first of all, you're wrong about this and you're wrong. You know what I'm saying? Like that sometimes you got to step out and you'd be like, all right, listen, I am human. And that's kind of what I always want people to know. Like, please don't look at me as a celebrity or a star. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, if you want to talk to me on Instagram, that's fine. Talk to me, blah, blah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't, you know, I want to be normal. So don't, treat me as if, and, and, I, and I pride myself on not trying to pander to an audience, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, that's why I want it to be authentic, you know what I mean? I want everything to be super, super raw. What you see is literally me genuinely loving voices, you know what I mean, and, and the bands and everything
2: that goes with has, it. Has the growth of the channel also fueled the growth of negativity trolls, you know, the the kind of hate yeah. comments? And how do you oh, deal yeah. with that?
1: Um, a lot of the time I just kind of ignore it. Um, but it's sometimes it's fun to put somebody in a place like you're wrong because that'd be the funniest thing. Like some people have a negative comment and it's just stupid. Like, I'm like, what you said made no sense. And sometimes I'll be like, okay, first of all, what you just did didn't make sense because of this, this and this, you know what I mean? So sometimes it's, it's fun to put a little troll in a place, but I'm like, you understand that you just wasted your time and I can just block you. Right. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, yeah, so. yeah. yeah,
2: No, you're a man after yeah. my own heart in that sense. I will, um, I will enjoy the, uh, the, the quick, quick response at times. Um, but you yeah. can get lost in it. I think that's the challenge of the growth that you would have seen. How, how rapid has the growth been? Cause you're at 83 and subscribers. Has that all come in the last six months or has that literally been just a constant growth over those years? Um, I just hit 80,000 subscribers probably maybe eight a week
1: ago, mm. you know, and I'm already, so I've done about 3,000 more subscribers. So, yeah. you know, that's, yeah, it's, it's, I, I feel like the, the, uh, more the subscribers I get, the faster it's just, it's moving very, very quickly, man. like. So yeah, and, and that's what I remember when I had 58 subscribers. And you know, I and, and some of my fans, they'll or supporters will remind me like, "Hey, I was here yeah. when I had 50." I'm like, "I remember you. Yeah. I remember you. I still love you." You know, what I'm saying I, I, I love all my supporters. Everybody is just so sweet. Like I said, the Australian fan base is the biggest problem. Them in the Philippines. Yeah. And, and here's oh let me tell you trevor this is the funny thing speaking of a negative comment so somebody came in the jimmy barnes and david campbell video yep. right yep and they made a smart comment when i said um the biggest fan bases um the where the singers the talent is is in australia and the philippines from what i've been seeing they thought i said that David Barnes and uh, I mean I'm sorry, uh, Jimmy Barnes and David Campbell were um, Philippine. <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> I was like, why would I say that? That made no sense. Like i like, like I was like, please listen to it over. Like you know what I mean? Like so
2: I, I sent you that. Me. I sent you that David Campbell video because um, oh, you know I, I know uh, David. He, he's a, he's a TV host here, and so I do spots with him now and then. And um, I've yeah, all, yeah. I, I love his voice. He's he's got a he's got that swing style to him. Um, yeah. you know I love Robbie Williams. I love when when Robbie does swing. I love David when he does swing. And and there's a couple of songs yeah. that David's done that I'll literally play in the car with the kids. We love it. And that song is just uh-huh. such a such an amazing thing because the funniest thing was when I first saw your um, John Farnham Jimmy Barnes video. I don't think I remember that film clip. Black and white. Yeah, yeah. They're both very young. John's got the long hair. But when I saw Jimmy uh-huh. Barnes in that video, I went, oh, wow, that's David. Like, to me, all I see is, is David in, in Jimmy. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. so yeah. that's why I sent it to you because I wanted you to hear that voice. And I'll, I'll say this to you, I don't mind. He he, he he won't hate me saying this. But I sent him a text after you did that that video because yeah. we, we'd, we'd exchanged texts. I said, mate, Jimmy's got to see these reactions. And he goes, yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. And then I said, you've got to see this. And I sh- sent him the one of you looking at him. And he he just went, "Now you have made my year.
1: That and, dude, oh, my God. That's...
2: And I think that's really that... cool because David is a, an accomplished um, singer. He he sings in musicals and shows. He's a TV. Like, this is a bloke who's got it all right, way above you that's and awesome, I. But for, mm-hmm. him, but for him to be humbled in a, in a sense and and blessed by the fact that you could see his work, enjoy his work. I think it's a really cool thing. And you even, I mean, I think you said at one point, Diesel um, slid into your DMs. Yeah. You know, that must oh, be a weird God. feeling. Like, see, here's
1: the thing. Yeah, because to me, and, and it's funny because before the fans sent me requests to do certain artists, I don't know who these people are. But now I'm starting to know the history and I'm like, these are legends mm. these are legendary artists and so when he slides in my DMs and i'm just like whoa what are you you know i'm not worthy of like what what, what is what is happening like that's not what how, how are you you know what i mean like it's just it's just kind of Full circle because it's just like, wow, this is Diesel. This is the dude that I was praising. And David Campbell, speaking of him, he um, sent me a message on Twitter and somebody tagged me. And he was, he just literally said on Twitter, he was like, Someone show me where he is. Who is this guy? You know what I'm saying? Like, he he, he made a tweet. Like, then I was like, I'm here. You (laughs) know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? So it was just like, I mean, just, and then, like I said, I had a chat with Mahalia Barnes yesterday.
2: Yep, Yep. Can sing? That's that's in the jeans, Those vocals, right? <laughs> Man, I, like I said, I don't understand. And,
1: and, and like I said, these will look. These still look the That dude don't even age. He no, it's, look it's
2: like annoying. That. Let's be honest, it's yeah, annoying. So Do, annoying, bro. Like, is, is it fascinating to you that there is so much music out there? Because you're obviously a lover of music. Um, but and I'm just going to say this honestly, as an Australian <laughs> looking at America, and I love America. I come there often, but. <laughs> I mm-hmm. feel like America is very insular. Very, very, we America doesn't see the world outside America. I love baseball, but the yeah. World Series, come on, um, you know, yeah. let's just call it the let's just call it the M- yeah. MLB championship. But um, mm-hmm. you know, is it is it not fascinating to find that there is just so much out there? Forget Australia, just around the world, there is so much music yet to be discovered by each individual. Yeah, it's that
1: that that's been the and the, the biggest challenge. And like I said before, that's why I'm really really happy that I got um like a filter like Patreon and stuff. Because yes. if it wasn't for that stuff, I would have never been introduced to such a wide range. I was doing a lot of R and B at the beginning. Okay. You know, I was doing a lot of Mariah Carey, Beyonce, and stuff like that. Who who some of my some of my greatest yep. singers were those those artists. But I was doing a whole lot of that and stuff like that. Then I trailed in the rock and roll. I got introduced to Led Zeppelin. You know, my dad knew who they was. I didn't. You know, I didn't know who they was. So yeah. I was like, "Oh, cool." And then they, I get tapped into the Philippines and then the Australian market, and, and I'm like, "These are great." And I really, it, it's not really about the countries for me. It's just the no. crazy voices. You being know? able
2: so, to uh, be able to hit a note, being able to have range. Um, I'm not a singer by the way but I've, I've actually learned most of these terms watching you but see yeah. the thing that I get the most satisfaction from is as a weird so it's very very weird for me to be a John Farnham fan none of my friends would be seen dead at a John Farnham concert but I've been probably 15 20 times Beca- yeah. not because because his jokes are funny and you've lasted laughed at a couple he's just a he's a he's a jokester but I love personality. John mm-hmm. John has has an album right yeah you, you listen to a song and there's the song you get it in your head but when you see him live, and he just does this thing with a with a with a part of a song, a chorus or a, a verse. Doesn't matter. He just takes it somewhere else. You go, what just happened? And I have those reactions. And in, in a concert, and that's what's rewarding is seeing you have those reactions in, in a yeah. YouTube channel and exposing that to other people. It's uh, it's kind of fascinating. Yeah. But but then you've got this challenge, and you've obviously created this funnel by saying, look, I look at the comments, but I'm not going to react to every comment here and there on YouTube, but. You've created this funnel through Patreon, uh, Cash App, I think it's called, and, and for us, PayPal is probably the easiest. But mm-hmm. yeah. uh, is that mm-hmm. is that is there a potential for that to get out of control? Because you know you, you set an expectation for people. I've given you ten bucks, or given you hundred bucks, whatever it is. Um, you know, I want to be heard. Uh, but you might have a backlog of thirty. Like, how are you going to manage growth from here?
1: Um, the, the funny thing is, is it, you just hit the nail right on the head, like with that, because I've been telling um my fans and some of the videos I'm like, I'm going, you know, I'm, I'm trying to do catch up. Cause I also work a real job also. So I had to slash one of those days off just so I can put more work. So yeah, I'm, I'm trying to, you know, and, and luckily I got a, a good support, um, system, you know, fan base and all that stuff that understands, because I also suffer of, of GAD, generalized anxiety disorder. So in 2019, I took a year off, you know, and I just disappeared, you know, and I didn't say a word because mentally I was just so messed up. you, I couldn't walk across the street. Yeah, wrong. It was that bad. Um, And I was off of my real job for seven months. So, you know, they understand that the mental thing has to be correct for me yep. to, you know, get everything. So like I said before, what I did was I created a playlist on my channel. It was a private one that says PayPal, Patreon and Cash App. And what I do is when I see people um, have a request, I'll slide it in the Patreon playlist. That way I know
2: yeah, right. who's
1: clicking on it. You know what I mean? I do about eight videos every other day, you know, so I kind of make sure I balance it out like that. I'm actually talking to one of my friends uh, to see if he can help me, you know what I'm saying, manage that.
2: that I was just going to so say I- because, and, and this is, you know, on, on nowhere near the same scale, but I, I my problem is too many platforms, you know. I've had yeah. to rely on a bunch of awesome people who – you know, you would class as, as being long-term supporters, listeners, fans, whatever you want to put it. And they, they kind of help run the Facebook page. I have a Facebook group and there's thousands of people there chatting amongst themselves and I can't be there all the time. Um, yeah, but yeah, they'll they'll yeah. text me and say, you need to have a look at this or that. And I think it will be useful to you to have someone else that kind of goes – I know you've got three, but now this one's bigger than that one. But this one just happened more recently. You're going to have that challenge where you're going to need to yeah. get on top of it. And you know, I, I yeah. don't, I don't want to um, suggest anything in terms of how it will, will you know, affect your mental I'm fitness. Open to, I'm open to everything. But your bro, but your, yeah. your mental fitness will actually be be a challenged by the overwhelming nature of those things. So if you feel like right. you've got a hundred to get to. Then, yeah. even if you just have someone that can email those people back to say you're in the list, yeah. you know, um, right. that, that kind of thing will make a big difference. Cause you got to hope that it's going to continue to grow. Is your hope that you can get to a point where you, you don't have the day job anymore?
1: Here's a funny thing. You want to hear this? This is crazy. So, I came up to my job today to put my two weeks notice in, actually, right? Boom. But, but see, I'm only, I'm only down to two days there. Yeah. You know, but I have a really, really amazing manager, which you really don't see at jobs mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And, yep. you know, um, we just had somebody who just, um, they just let go. Um, so we have a very, very. I worked on ships too. So we have a very, very small, like crew, you know, and, and I really didn't want to do my manager wrong, you know what I'm saying, by leaving in a bad spot. Yeah, You know, so I will be leaving. Very, very soon, you know what I'm saying. So it'll be between next month or the month after that. I just don't want to do it at this moment. Thanksgiving coming up, so things is yeah, gonna be yep. pretty, pretty hectic.
2: So you yeah, get great respect. Yeah, you get re- so. great respect from a manager for that kind of uh, commitment and loyalty, and it yeah. makes a difference. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing: what does your family think of you being a YouTuber? Because if you tell your family, I don't know what your family unit is, but if you you're at Thanksgiving or Christmas and you say, "No, nah, I quit my job," and they're like, "What are you doing?" You're like, "I'm I'm a YouTuber." How's that going to yeah. go down?
1: Yeah, it's it's funny that you just brought that up because a lot of people still don't till this day even know I am. You know, like <laughs> they don't. Just Believe it or not, like, and they'll probably know now because I'm on your podcast, but nobody knows that I have a Facebook, you know, and I've created a separate Instagram account for fans. You yep, know what I'm saying? Yep, and yep. Because what happens is, is if, I, you know, Facebook is kind of a place for me to have fun share memes, and just be myself and goofy. And sometimes it gets hard when people slide in and be like, Hey, can you please react to it? And I'm like, not here, yeah. you know, like yep. kind of, you know, like I don't want people to do that under every comment or, you know, when something is just funny or yeah. whatever the case may be like, you know, and, and, and I get that a lot too. Sometimes something, something can be very, very serious like and if somebody will still slide under there like someone um i did a uh video for uh i i I struggle with pronouncing this cerebral palsy or cerebral palsy cerebral palsy yep yeah cerebral palsy yeah and i did this uh guy um skinny p and um he asked me to to react to one of his video so i did you know what i mean and he was he was amazing you know and stuff like that and the thing is is somebody slid in the comments and you just seen a lot of comments were like, Oh, this is good. Can you please react to, you know what I'm saying? And I'm like, this is not You've missed the whole. That. Yeah. You've missed the yeah. missed the point here. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, you got those kind of people too. So yeah. <laughs> and I think
2: it's smart to have, um, you know, two worlds, you know, your, yeah. your online world and your personal world. So it's a Seinfeld mm-hmm. thing, right? You don't want worlds colliding. And, uh, yeah. and that, that's the challenge going for, I'm. Um, I'm fascinated by the fact that you've been able to create this for yourself. I'm I'm even more fascinated yeah. that you're able to make money from it. No, I don't think anyone would yeah. kind of expect that. Um, uh-huh. But I, I love the fact that you've kind of you've worked that out. And I I think what's yeah. fascinating is that you're willing to hear more about an individual singer. It's it's impossible for anyone to tell you the story of anyone in a in a in a text message, a tweet, let alone let alone an email, because there's so uh-huh. much backstory to these people. But you know. Uh-huh. The continue just continuing to discover something. And I just want to say to people, I, I'm not making a big deal of this for any other reason other than I got off Twitter a few months ago other than DMing people and stuff that, cause I still get all those messages mm-hmm. um, because it was just so negative. You know what I mean? I just feel yeah, like the negativity right. of politics and everyone's view on the world. Let's get back oh to when God. we, when we all kept those views to ourselves and our closest friends and yeah. We just smiled about things. The news is bad at night when you watch it, but there's always that happy few few stories yeah. in there to keep you up. Yeah. And YouTube, I, I'm I'm not. I don't know yet. I haven't really made a decision about, but it just feels like it's gone. It, it hasn't been the best thing of late. And I think the great thing mm-hmm. about your channel is people can click it, use it, and it'll help their algorithm. You know,
1: because because yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. it'll Everybody, it'll feed I, your
2: soul. I, I, yeah, I've
1: had people, man, that told me that. When they wake up, I put a smile on their face and stuff. That type of stuff really keeps me, like, going. I'm like, thank you so much. I really, really needed to hear that. Because it gets times where I'm just like... Like, when I used to get off work, I'm like, oh, my God. I And I told my fans completely straight up. They know I'm very, very real. I told them, I said, if I don't feel like doing it, I'm not going to get in front of Hold the on. camera and do it. Because I don't want it not to... You know, I, I can't fake a reaction. I just... I'm not a good liar. So yeah. you'll be able to see it on my face if I'm, you know, pretend like, you know, I've seen some reactors do that and I'm just looking at them. Like for instance, um, and it's very rare that I have this cause I got supporters that know me and know the kind of music that I like. Even you now know the kind of singers that I love, you know what I'm saying? You know what kind you know, but, um, I've done a, a rapper. His name was Tommy McDonald, right? So I, you know he's very very political and stuff like that. Now I got a lot of thumbs down on that video because I questioned something he said. Right. Now you get a lot if you look around at a whole bunch of reactors, especially black reactors. A lot of them pander to his audience just right. so they can get the views. And people are so sort of shocked that I'm not like that. I'm like, no, I would rather not have the views or the subs-
2: subscribers. Yep. But, you know, I think I think that's the best best approach because everyone has views. I have views, yeah. and people definitely long term yeah. listeners know my views. But um, right. if you listen to our podcast, you you don't know where mm-hmm. my views sit. And I think I, I don't. I'm not watching to see your views on American politics. I'm watching to see what you think of what? someone's voice, man. And that's right. that's yeah. what's beautiful mm-hmm. about it is that. And I think that I think it's the right approach from you to say, you know what, I'm not in the zone today. I'm right. not in the zone. Right. But let me just say this to you: in 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 passing or in summary, and uh, mm-hmm. this may sound ridiculous to you, but if you ever have one of those days where you, mm-hmm. where, whether you've got home from work, or you've got up from bed and you don't just don't feel it. Just remember right. that. And it's not a motivation to do it. It's just a, a reminder of why you do it. May you mm-hmm. make people smile. You yeah. make people smile. And that, mm-hmm. th- that's, that's a gift, man. That is a gift. And I think that it is. if that keeps you it going is. as much as the, the Patreons and stuff like that, if that keeps you going, then you're doing a great thing for the world. You're putting great stuff. You're putting positive vibes onto the internet, and that's a place that needs more positive vibes. Yeah,
1: yeah, for sure, man. It's it's funny, too, man, because if people really look at it and how long I've been doing this, 83,000 subscribers is really not that much considering how long I've been doing it. It shows you it kind of shows you how I really worked to get it there and never gave up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I literally, like I said, I started from, from, from the very bottom. A lot of people just jump straight into what's popular, yeah. you know, and boom, boom, views, views, subscribers, you know what I'm saying? And it'll just keep tapping into that same market. Me, I have a balance. Like right before I got on with you, I just got done doing eight more videos that I'll be releasing tonight. Yeah. So we got some more stuff coming tonight. So get ready for that. But yeah, um, yeah, you know, I have just did some videos tonight, and it's a mixture of a lot of stuff. There's Mahalia Barnes, there's Brandy, you know, from the U.S. There's, um, oh, 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 Diesel, I just did him tonight. Diesel just sung a song that I, I, I've never heard him sing like that. And, like, I ain't dove too much into his stuff. Okay. But what do you see see their reaction. That, <laughs> that just blew me away. I said at one point that that was probably one of the best vocals I've ever heard. It was just a But yeah. So, like I said before, man, it's just I, I'll put out a certain amount of videos and, yeah. and I'm saying, and, and, and I just go from there pretty much. So,
2: look, um, people can find you on YouTube, That Singer Reactions. Um, in every video at the start, you talk about how people can get in touch through Patreon, through PayPal, through Cash App. Uh, we don't have Cash App here, so it's pretty much Patreon and PayPal. Um, and I think the idea is, you know, just give what you can give and, and suggest what you can suggest. Um, but yeah. he, here's what I want to do for you. I, I want to understand if there's anything I can do for you in terms of your technical setup. I'm a tech guy. I'm a nerd. Uh, what have you got? Like, is there something like – I'm not saying I have it or can get it, but if there's something I can get that, that I can help you make it just better, I, I want to help. Is it headphones, microphone? Like, what? have you got the setup you want or is there something you, you wish you, you had?
1: So here, here's the thing, because uh, I'm I'm in a small apartment. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And and um, you by you being a tech guy, maybe you you know what looks good. Like right now, I've been shooting from a Samsung Ultra 5G uh, 21 camera. That's what you see. you using a phone
2: on. camera for all that, oh, right. literally follows.
1: Yeah. Because I had a uh, a shout out to one of my uh, uh, fans. They sent me Rebel music. Um, I'm sorry, Rebel art. He sent me a donation to told me to pick whatever camera I wanted. Right. Just, just because he, and I was like, dude, like, you know, when people do that stuff for me, I'm like, whoa, whoa. like, I'm like, you don't really, you really don't have to do that. You know what I mean? Like I want to, you, I appreciate what you do and stuff like that. So I was like, do you want, do you want reactions? dude? like, you can get them for life. Like what are you (laughs) like? You just, you know what I mean? Because yeah. that was a generous donation, so I picked out a camera, and turns out it wasn't compatible to my OBS. So, um, and that's what I do the the
2: yeah. The so that's picture. how you do the, do the picture in picture. Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. So I I have that, and then I I bought a Canon, and then I looked at the Canon, and for some reason, maybe because I didn't have the right Canon, it didn't look the quality didn't look as good as my you know but, um, phone, and yeah. I was like. Man, it's, i was like, I need something that is very piercing. You know, I this this camera, believe it or not, has portrait video, but I can't display that in OBS.
2: Yeah, that's right. I think, it's, and if yeah. you, you got lighting,
1: yeah, I got a ring light. It's a ring light yeah, here, yeah. and it's like this. It's just a lamp with like a blue light.
2: Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean, so, yeah, yeah. So I mean, I think that the the challenge with it with the, the cameras are hard, but I, you know, you know, I just think that. And I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying, you know, yeah. you, uh, the latest headphones are, you know, different mic because You're obviously not using a microphone either. You're using, therefore, yeah. just the camera, the smartphone audio.
1: Yeah, that's been my thing since I was started. It's just been a phone in every wow. single one from six years ago. I've just been working with what I kind of got. Like I said before, I've, I've been blessed because even with Patreon, you know, you get um, – you know, pay and stuff like that from Patreon. Yeah. We use that money to invest in some of the stuff here. For instance, I've spent $400 on a laptop, you know, yeah. I didn't have a laptop before. So that was for me to see. Cause at one point I was looking, if you see some of my older videos, I'm looking at one phone, which is my mom's. And then I'm recording <laughs> on another one just yeah. to, you know, do reaction videos on. So, you know, I didn't have all, all of this at first, you know what I'm saying? But you know, what I mean, like I said before, I, I I do realize it could definitely be better because sometimes I'm not set. The, um, the fans I think I, I think
2: warm. where you're at is is ideal because the lighting you put in the background I mean it, it. To be honest, if you scroll through the old ones, it's like he took it seriously here. He's like, I'm going to get the lights, you know. <laughs> right, and I think that's right, a really yeah, yeah. that's a really awesome thing about it. Look, I, I yeah. I'm going to have a think about what what you what you might need because the challenge is one thing yeah. might unfortunately require a million others, and so yeah, yeah. You, know, you don't want to. Mm-hmm. You don't want to end up saying here's this thing and then you need to spend five grand to make that work. So, but yeah, I just think yeah, there's yeah. there's there's companies like Road who have mics and mic arms and yeah. I don't know. There's stuff uh-huh. we could at least try and try and source that might allow it to. I'm even thinking about yeah. the Roadcaster, which is the the audio desk that I use. Maybe there's a way of you know making all that work, but we'll see. Yeah, yeah. I'll have a think about yeah, it for you, like- my man
1: yeah like yeah thank you man and like i said before it's it's because like i said before the video quality is is great on this phone. yeah i didn't know like it was a phone before, man that's awesome yeah and 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 like i said i don't know how it looks on your end like how, how does it look is it looks like good or anything no it looks great know? yeah okay okay so yeah so like i said before it's, it it also has this mold like i said it has portrait video yeah. i hate that it can't be put on there because it's such a brilliant yeah well you take that i think you pretty yeah, much totally. know how yeah you know how some of these phones are. I had the iPhone and I was shooting on that, but I got um, this. I had the iPhone 11 Pro Max before the 12 when it came mm. out. And I was told to get this because they said this quality was better than
2: the 12 Pro Max. But like so you I got say, technically totally bringing it into your setup creates a, a whole other world of pain. Well, we'll, we'll talk yeah. about that offline. I'll I'll help yeah. you with any, any ideas or any yeah. thoughts I can give you, man. I'm there for you. Um, I love what you do. Uh, the the smiles that you bring me when I when I need a smile, mate. That's singer reactions is where I go. I appreciate you you spending the time in my DM so that we can have this chat. I uh, yeah. I encourage all Thank the Aussies you, to, to suggest if it's not John Farnham, that's okay. You don't have to suggest John Farnham. There might be other things. There'll probably be I someone have, that I sent you some word. Akadaka. Um, Dude, there's a lot of stuff. I have a lineup.
1: I have a line right now. I have a lineup of Australian artists. So, a lot of that is going to be popping out. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> it's, all, yeah, it's, it's so many. I still got so much John Farnham, so much like uh, Jimmy Barr. I mean, there's some other uh, Australian artists that I have that I put down. there. Delta, you got Guy. I've
2: seen a few of them already, and you'll get more yeah, of those, I'm yeah, sure. We got yeah, great singers yeah. here, man. You'll have to come down yeah. one time and, and see some live music when the world gets oh back my to normal.
1: God. Man, that'll be so great, bro. Nick, I appreciate yeah, so your time,
2: great. mate, and encourage everyone to head to youtube.com uh, and search up That Singer Reactions. Appreciate it, mate. Thank you, brother. Man, I love that show. It was good fun. I really enjoyed um, chatting to to Nick from That Singer Reactions. Um that man is so passionate about music, I had no idea he was just recording it all on a buddy Samsung. Um but you've got to see his smile. This guy just beams, you know, and people it's like Daniel Ricardo. It's infectious. His smile is infectious. And I think I'm not trying to become some weird uh, you know, public speaker here, but I think the more positivity we have out there on the internet that we can share with each other, the better it is. Yeah? And I'm feeling that through not not having to worry about Twitter as much anymore. Yeah, you know, I'm still logging on as best I can now and then to just check DMs. You know, like I mentioned, David Campbell to to Nick, um, uh, we we DM. It's just easier on Twitter. Um, and you know, I do get the odd mention there, so I want to know what people are asking me and, and saying. So I'm still there, but not having to look at everyone's arguments and concerns about stuff. It's it's awesome. <laughs> Pete Overton brings me the news every day. Okay. That's how I find out what's going on. My wife's deeply involved in, in what's happening in the world and sometimes she's talking about stuff. I'm like, whoa, rewind. I don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> I didn't know that happened today. It's nice. It's nice to be switched off. It's nice to, to just smile about someone enjoying John Farnham. Um, and so I hope you can go and enjoy some of that singer reactions and send him, look, I'm not going to lie. i sent him 100 bucks twice US because I wanted him to know I was serious about this interview. I didn't want him to think that I was just some random. But I'm sure people sent him 10 and 20 and, and whatever dollars. Um, but that's the kind of person that's worth supporting, right? He's not going to sell ads on YouTube because he's you know, infringing music rights and a whole, whole bunch of reasons. Um, so, yeah, support the guy and let him know you heard it here. Shout out to EFTM or Trevor if you can because like, I'd like i like for him to understand the power of of what we do here as well. Um, Thanks for listening, folks. Lovely to be with you back again next week for another episode of the EFTM Podcast. Until then, enjoy the website, download the app, and um, keep in touch online. See you, folks. EFTM. This is the EFTM Podcast. EFTM
3: Podcast.